RTHK, the news at one with Todd Harding. The headlines, the Secretary for Justice pledges to speed up the amendment of outdated laws from before Hong Kong's return to the motherland. A leading pharmacist urges the public not to panic by popular medications such as paracetamol and the US House of Representatives is forced to adjourn after failing to elect Republican Kevin McCarthy as its speaker. The Secretary for Justice, Paul Lamb, has pledged to speed up the work of amending outdated ordinances that were introduced before Hong Kong's return to the motherland. Writing in the Tarkong Pao newspaper, Mr Lamb said part of the adaptation work of more than 70 pieces of legislation will be completed within this year. He also says the SAR must be prepared to face escalating attacks from some Western countries and strengthen its defences. A pharmacist denies there's a crisis in the supply of drugs to ease COVID symptoms and has called for better education so people won't stockpile medication. Iris Chang, the president of the Praxing Pharmacists Association, says people need to realise that popular brands such as paracetamol aren't the only solution. She urged people not to panic if a product wasn't on the shelf. We're trying to explain to the consumer to be smart during the pandemic. The best kind of uh, medicines uh, to use to treat the symptoms of COVID is not over the counter, it's actually behind the counter. And so uh, definitely we're educating the public that paracetamol with a particular brand is not going to be the only solution to help them with their symptoms. And to have a false security to believe that they have been able to purchase the big brands in their hands will actually help them during the course of the COVID infection is actually not really sufficient. The police have arrested a 27-year-old man on suspicion of violating the road traffic ordinance and criminal damage. Officers had earlier received a report from a motorist who said a pedestrian dashed into the road and threw himself onto the front of her car when she was driving in Mong Kok in the early hours of Sunday morning. The man, who went on to lie down and spin on the road, was said to smell of alcohol. No one was hurt in the incident. The man has now been released on bail. Researchers at the Baptist University say patients with a common bowel disorder should reduce their intake of high-protein food items after they discovered that the disease was mainly triggered by a bacterium in the gut. They collected stool samples from about 300 patients and found that irritable bowel syndrome is caused by the excessive amount of a bacterium in the patient's gut. Researcher Dr Jai Li Xiang says currently drugs can only relieve the symptoms but this research paves the way for new drug development. He says patients can do their part to improve their conditions in the meantime. Patients who have IBS can consider to modify their dietary pattern by reducing the intake of red meat and increasing fresh vegetables and fruits. So in that case, they will have lower phenylamine intake, which is, can reduce the production of the tryptamine and the phenylamine. Turning overseas, the U.S. House of Representatives has adjourned in disarray after three failed attempts to elect the Republican Kevin McCarthy as Speaker. The first time in a century the procedure has failed on a first vote. The California congressman did not get the required majority of 218 after 20 right-wing Republicans chose to vote for Jim Jordan instead. Mr McCarthy says he'll stay in the race until he wins. The incoming leader of the House Democrats, Hakeem Jeffries, expressed frustration at the situation. Today, for the first time in 100 years, the House of Representatives failed to organize on opening day. Sad day for the House of Representatives as an institution. Sad day for democracy. It's a sad day for the American people. 
The Russian Defense Ministry says the unauthorized use of mobile phones by Russian troops allowed Ukrainian forces to locate and destroy their temporary barracks at Makivka at the weekend, with heavy loss of life. It also raised the number of Russian soldiers killed in the attack to 89, though Ukrainian sources suggest the figure was much higher. Unseasonably warm weather... Warm temperatures have broken records in eight countries across Europe for the month of January. The phenomenon is due to the arrival of a warm air mass from Africa. Scientists have been warning for decades that greenhouse gases are warming the planet, leading to more frequent and more intense weather events. More details from the BBC's Jonah Fisher. In the first few days of January, Europe has experienced what meteorologists are calling an extreme weather event. Hundreds of weather stations have recorded their warmest ever January temperature. In Poland and the Czech Republic, the average for this time of year is below zero. 19 degrees Celsius was reached in both on New Year's Day. Belarus has exceeded its previous January record by a remarkable 4.5 degrees. A former funeral homeowner in the United States has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for dissecting 560 corpses and selling body parts without permission. The BBC's Sanjay Dasgupta reports. 46-year-old Megan Hess pleaded guilty to defrauding the relatives of the dead and was given the maximum sentence the law allows. One victim, Erin Smith, told the court in Colorado of his horror at finding out his dead mother had been dismembered and her shoulders, knees and feet sold for profit. It's illegal in the U.S. to sell hearts, kidneys and tendons for transplant. They must be donated. But selling body parts such as heads, arms and spines for use in research or education is not regulated by federal law. Megan Hess's lawyer said her conduct could be attributed to a traumatic brain injury she suffered at the age of 18. U.S. financial markets have suffered a rocky start to the new year, with the three major indices falling on the first day of trading. The International Monetary Fund says it expects one-third of the global economy to be in recession this year. The BBC's Michelle Fleury reports from New York. The start of 2023 is looking a lot like last year for the U.S. stock market, with investors anxious about inflation, interest rate rises and the chance of a recession and shares of Apple and Tesla added to the woes. Apple's stock closed with a market capitalization below $2 trillion. A year ago today, the tech company became the first U.S. firm to reach a market value of $3 trillion. Meanwhile, shares in Tesla tumbled 12%, a day after the electric car maker shared delivery numbers that fell short of Wall Street's expectations. The founder of the failed cryptocurrency exchange FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, has appeared in court in New York and pleaded not guilty to fraud charges. He's accused of stealing billions of US dollars from FTX to prop up another of his businesses. Here again is the BBC's Michelle Fleury. Sam Bankman-Fried arrived at Manhattan Federal Court for the second time since he was extradited from the Bahamas. If found guilty, he faces up to 115 years in prison. In multiple interviews before his arrest, including with the BBC, Mr Bankman-Fried denied looting customers' money, but admitted he wasn't as competent as he thought. Meanwhile, two senior FTX executives, Caroline Ellison and Gary Wang, have pleaded guilty to fraud charges, and both are cooperating with federal prosecutors. Denmark has pulled off a rare feat, going an entire year without a bank robbery. The BBC's Danny Eberhard tells us why. In the year 2000, there were over 200 bank robberies in Denmark, nearly one per business day. 
That's been dropping steadily, falling below 10 annually in recent years. Now it's hit zero. A finance workers' union hailed this as nothing short of amazing. The reasons are many, better alarms and camera surveillance, fewer bank branches, but also moves towards a cashless society, partly linked to the pandemic. Denmark's central bank says cash was used for just 12% of payments in 2021, so bank branches have less to loot. Hold-ups might increasingly be a thing of the past. Today's bank robbers, it seems, prefer digital theft. But old traumas persist. Unions say employees who've experienced physical hold-ups sometimes develop PTSD years later. A ticking time bomb, they call it. Here, the pandemic didn't help. Some workers, they say, have been re-traumatised of late by people entering branches with face masks, particularly black ones. In more local news, Hong Kong composer Joseph Koo, known for composing many famous canto pop songs, has died at the age of 92. Mr Koo was born in Guangzhou in February 1931 and his family moved to Hong Kong in 1948. He joined TVB as the director of music in the 1970s and composed a number of well-known TV show themes, often with the late lyricist Wong Jin. This is one of the songs he's famous for composing, Below the Lion Rock. Mr. Koo also composed the theme tune for Bruce Lee's last and incomplete movie, The Game of Death, the theme song for the TV show The Bund, and the theme song for the film A Better Tomorrow. To sports, football legend Pele has been laid to rest in Santos, the Brazilian city and football club where he spent most of his life. Thousands of mourners lined the streets to see his funeral cortege pass by. The BBC's Katie Watson was there. This was a day of mourning, but also a day of celebration, marking the passing of Brazil's king of football and sending him off in style. An estimated 230,000 people filed past Pelé's coffin on the Vila Belmiro stadium pitch, a number which included the country's newly inaugurated president, Lula da Silva, who paid his respects earlier. The funeral cortege started off from the stadium, his coffin on board a fire engine and flanked by police. The parade went through the city, passing Pelé's mother's house. She turned 100 last year. His final resting place is a multi-storey necropolis, what looks like a block of flats with a view of his beloved stadium. His final wish to watch over the football pitch forever. Cristiano Ronaldo says he has no interest in people who criticise his move to Al Nasser in Saudi Arabia. He left Manchester United following a controversial interview in which he criticised the club and the manager. The Portugal captain says his work is done in European football, having won both the Ballon d'Or and the Champions League five times each. Ronaldo is reportedly on a salary of more than 200 million US dollars a year. I'm a unique player, so it's good to come in here. I beat the all records there, so I want to beat a few records here as well. So for me, it's a, it's a good chance. As you say, this contract is unique because I'm a unique player as well. So for me, it's normal. Arsenal have missed the chance to go 10 points clear at the top of the English Premier League after a goalless draw with third-placed Newcastle. The Gunners now have an eight-points lead at the top of the table. Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta says he can't fault his players, but he did have a few words to say about the referee. I'm really proud of the team and the way we play, the way we dominated the game, um, the way we uh, approach the whole game, the way we 
generated a lot of situation, probably not enough chances. We like that the spark in the final third to get an extra pass or the right movement and timing to, to score the goal. We had some chances, and then obviously there were two scandalous penalties that uh, they weren't given. Newcastle boss Eddie Howe says it was a committed performance. We were resilient, we were dogged, we were brilliantly um, defending all areas of the pitch collectively. Um, we managed the game very well. So I think it was a lot to like from our perspective, from a defensive viewpoint. Maybe not so much with the ball, but um, they're a top team. Elsewhere, Manchester United have moved level on points with Newcastle in third, following a 3-0 win over Bournemouth at Old Trafford. Everton were thrashed 4-1 by Brighton, who scored three goals in just under six minutes early in the second half. And Fulham's push for European football was given a boost after they won 1-0 at Strugglers Leicester. 2021... 2000, sorry, 2021 UK snooker champion Zhao Xintong and fellow Chinese national Zhang Jianqang have been suspended by the sports world governing body as part of its ongoing investigation into match fixing. With the details, here's the BBC's Jamie Brofton. Snooker's world governing body, the WPBSA, has today suspended the 2021 UK champion Zhao Jintong and Zhang Jiakang. Jing Tong, who was due to play at the Masters next week in London, is the latest high-profile player to be named as part of this investigation, which has now seen a total of 10 Chinese players suspended. Both players have the right to appeal, and the WPBSA also says its wider investigation into match-fixing should be completed shortly. To tennis, where Novak Djokovic swept a victory in his first singles match in Australia since he was deported from the country a year ago. Djokovic beat the Frenchman Constant Lestienne at the Adelaide International as he prepares for the Australian Open later this month. Tennis Australia CEO Craig Tiley says he hopes the Melbourne crowds will welcome Djokovic on his return. He had a very good response in Adelaide, playing doubles with Vasek Pospisil, um, and uh, and that was a good. I think it was a good start for him, probably playing doubles, playing doubles and singles in Adelaide, and uh, he's enjoying being back. He's spoken to his team actually every day. When that's done, he'll be here in Melbourne, and and as I said from the beginning, that uh, I have a great deal of confidence in the crowd, the Australian crowd, the sporting public. They understand the game, they understand greatness. Nine-time Australian champion, they've appreciated that. And, uh, and it was clearly evident in South Australia in playing in Adelaide. To the weather forecast, it'll be mainly cloudy and cool with one or two light rain patches this afternoon. Sunny intervals as well with a top temperature of about 19 degrees and moderate northerly winds becoming east to northeasterly, strengthening gradually. The outlook sunny periods in the next few days but mainly cloudy with one or two rain patches early next week. Currently the observatory, the temperature is 19 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 67%. And that's the news from RTHK. The Brew with Phil Whelan on Radio 3.
Robin Schultz and Miss You on Radio 3. Good afternoon to you. 18 minutes past one it is right now. 10 minutes or so, off to Thailand we go to catch up with Paul Archibald. You can have all the money in your hands All the possessions anyone can ever have But it's all worth this treasure True worth is only measure Not by what you got But what you got in your heart You can have, you can have everything What does it, what does it Yeah. 